0: Please subscribe to our Apple Podcasts, uh, rate it, and review us. Come on, man. I'm promoting. Review us. Say, guys, this is the greatest podcast. Thank you for p- providing you know, us. Without- should- Dude, literally, if you interrupt me one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face. All I'm saying is that we should
1: promote at the beginning of the podcast.
0: Well, why didn't you think of
1: that? I'm thinking of it now.
0: Literally, if you interrupt me one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face. If you interrupt me one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to punch you in the face.
1: Why are you stressed?
0: (laughs) I'm stressed because I forgot whose turn it is to do the intro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should, guys, you should have heard Jaroslav. Wait, 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 wait. I think it's your turn to do the intro. No. I did it. No, I did it last episode. It was iconic last episode, remember? We're back, baby. Energy's too low. <laughs> we need to crack open these drinks. Hell yeah! We crack these open. I got Geo a uh, cold brew coffee. Yes, and it has the. Oh, wait, make, make the sound! Make the sound! Hold on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, and mine's gonna be so dissatisfying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that
0: the, both of those pops describe our personalities. Mm.
1: Ah yeah, yeah, but this is tasty. At least you know. Anyways okay. I have, uh, I
0: have some cool news to share Alright That I actually have not told you about for once So uh, My buddy Sean Smether His name's Smither, Like Smithers? Yeah like smithereens Smithereens mm-hmm. So I told him about a week ago that I have a podcast And he texted me He was like Hey uh, man how do you make your podcast So I gave him you know, I told him what we do and, dude, 30 minutes later, he he's sends already
1: me... at 100,000 hits. Dude,
0: he sends me the link to his new podcast. <laughs> so, uh, wow. okay, I'm going to play like a 30 second preview for you guys. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. He it'd be even me...
1: nicer if we had a giant fan base. Yeah. Because then it'd actually be helping out.
2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Smithers Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're picking out a book picked out by
1: my best friend, Mr. Yaroslav Zoran.
2: I Thank got a you for shout
1: recommendation, out. Sir. This next as part threw me off.
2: My punctuation and pronouncing of words isn't the best, so when I'm learning pronouncing out words,
1: you're part learning part. as well. Tonight we'll be reading the 2018 classic, Composing the Cheese Plate: Recipes, Pairings, and Platings for the Inventive Cheese Course
2: by Brian Kesser. Only friend.
1: Wait, what
0: did he say? So I guess uh, his podcast is going to be he's going to pick a really boring book to read. Like a really boring book. And he's going to like read it. And then he's going to make like comments. And like he's going to spice it up a bit. Spice it up. Yeah. And his first his first one, we both went to FGCU, the college. And they're very environmentally friendly and stuff. So Uh. he, he picked like an FGCU bird book. And it's this lady who was so into the birds. And we were listening to it and he was like making all these comments and me and me and Christine were just
1: dying laughing. It was great. So shout out Smother. I'm still so... Our theme for today's podcast. Last podcast was in my opinion, in Jaroslav's opinion and it should be in all of your opinion the funniest podcast we've recorded so far. Yeah, well also I, I'd like to make a, a public apology. Um,
0: I did not mean to offend we did not mean to offend anyone who wears boxers
1: or checkered boxers <laughs> you know it's funny when you began that sentence i thought you were going to talk about black lives matter but no you wanna you want a different direction i just wa- i just wanted to make sure no one was offended <laughs> um, let's, let's play the intro music yeah let's do that
0: not expecting that but so <laughs> i guess we're gonna get the show the look you get rolling did that. Uh, yeah so yeah. now we are now recording in a different part of a card room yep it has no light whatsoever and it's we're a sitting bit
1: more humid
0: very humid very hot um not in a good way we're yeah. sitting all the way back <laughs> in the corner uh squinting it's very cloudy outside so it's yeah. You know, it's, it's it's nice, but it's it's one not of those best environment. You
1: know what would help if I opened up this.
0: There go. It is nice, yeah. So um we're gonna have a guest on the show today, like we told you guys last time, and it's gonna be my friend Large. Just just as I predicted, he is not going to be coming here. We're gonna have to call him. And uh, I just texted him and said, "Make sure you don't curse on the show." And he just told me that's a tall order. And I responded with, "Well, you're tall, so." Ha, ha, ha. No, Terrible joke. Yeah. Um. Before we Before we actually get into everything,
1: do you you know what I hate? Ooh, I could have said something racy there, but I didn't. No, what do you hate? I hate
0: you know those stickers on the back of cars that say coexist. yeah that uh that's such like a pre-y2k
1: i just don't i just don't (laughs) i I just think this is not necessary it either shows your age or something else
0: you know what else i hate i hate the stickers on the back of cars that say local with the florida upside down making the l Mm. yeah like, how it's generic, like how generic trying, do you have you know, you, to be? You know,
1: you begin the podcast by saying, I didn't mean any offense to anyone wearing the checkered boxers, and now you're uh, just the next complete- episode, someone's going to be like, hey, man, <laughs> I'm a
0: coexist sticker. <laughs> yeah And, I, you know, I just love all races. I mean, yeah, yeah everybody... Like, I mean, not everybody, because there's looks. apparently a lot of racists in the United States, as we have come to find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so today we're going to be doing the thing that we've been talking about for a couple episodes now. Yeah,
1: but because it required a fair bit of work, and, you know, with my attention to detail, I... And uh, instead of doing the work, Gio decided to smoke a cigar with his father last
0: night. Hey, well, I guess he's, uh, he's... He's... He thinks spending time and bonding with his father before he ships off to the military is more important than
1: this podcast. <laughs> which is whatever. Yeah, I know it's a toss up. I don't blame you for being upset, but I for I made up for all of the weeks I didn't do any work with this podcast and the the list that we've compiled. So what Yaroslav was talking about and the what we've been talking about doing is compiling a list of all. What is it? How many teams are in the NBA? 30? <laughs> yeah, 46. <laughs> of all 30 teams in the NBA, and uh, going through each and every one of them for our favorite past player from, for that team, favorite present player, and the most underrated player. And that player could be either a modern player or a past player. doesn't matter for underrated. And we did that for every single team. We split it up 15 teams each. You got the first 15. I got the second 15. So we're going to have a lot of fun doing that. So as as always Geo took the more historic uh approach
0: yeah. with more of the older players and I I I just think it's some of the f- players, the most fascinating players I think that always get overlooked or um they're just funny. Just funny. You know those just funny players like
1: I told like you Lance Wally Stevenson. Serbiak. Like wh- who who the hell remembers Wally Serbiak? Well, who the, who who the hell <laughs> names the- <laughs> listen. If you kid, if you have a kid, the last name is Serbiac, don't name him Wally. <laughs> dude, it's Wally Serbiac. That sounds it like a... That flows. It flows. It Wally does. But not in like It flows in like a carnival kind of a way. Yeah, but... And like, a, I'm never going to date you ever dude. kind of a way.
0: He's a good looking dude.
1: Wally. Wally. It's from like, Wally. Leave, it to Be-
0: Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, I always,
1: I always hear Eminem say that. Yeah. Because of 8 Mile. Yeah. But
0: uh, what I was just going to say is the most fascinating and funniest players are from the early 2000s. And that's the era that always gets overlooked and to me is the mm-hmm. most fascinating. But anyways, It's one of
1: the slowest eras in terms of pace. Yeah, it's uh, when it really started to slow down. Really did, yeah. It was really like a half-court kind of a, of a game. And today it's really like you have to be able to run a thousand miles. I'm going to try to call Large now. See if he picks <laughs> up.
0: Hello. Hey. What's up, dude? What's up? (laughs) You're you're on our podcast. Yep. Nice, dude. Nice. I'm prepared. You have you been doing research?
2: Honestly, dude, no, but I'm I'm ready, dude. (laughs) You know, I'm gonna talk like I know everything. You know, it's all about the confidence.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it is. Kind of, you know, they'll buy it. So as for, for as those we of you, know
1: from guys like uh, Stephen A. Smith. I was just about
0: to say, for those of you that don't know, uh, Large is the very large and uh, white version of Stephen A. Smith. It's so. funny,
1: I haven't heard oh, nice, Large's dude. voice. Nice. I, haven't, I haven't heard Large's voice in such a long time. And guys, in Yaroslav's context, he has Large's name in his phone as large man. And yeah, then I that's hear name. I hear largest voice, <laughs> and it is the voice you would guess oh, would from you, a large man. From yeah. a large man. <laughs> Do you?
2: Yeah. I mean, there was a period in my life where I only responded to the name Large Man <laughs> on the basketball
0: court. Yeah.
2: And people referred to me specifically as as large, as if it was my first name. And I think there's a lot of people
0: in jupiter right now that don't even know my first name and they only know me as large listen and i didn't totally fitting you know i, I didn't know, know i didn't know large's actual name which will still remain a secret on this podcast i i didn't know his for the first like year of our friendship i didn't know his first name so
2: that's fine that's fine you know i'm all about privacy you know no more about you know that scary mental image of the name large
0: <laughs> Absolutely, especially since now you got this fame with being on this podcast and exposure, you gotta you gotta stay private.
2: Stay, yeah, I'll stay mysterious. Maybe I'll start a little Twitter account. You know, just a large man. You know, <laughs> post some NBA thoughts.
0: Hell yeah! Well, and then you know I can talk a bunch of crap. You know, and as long as nobody knows my real name, they don't you know, have to. You know. I think the I first. Like I think the most fitting and first topic that. I should introduce right now is what do you think about Kyrie Irving's
1: statements about not wanting to come to Orlando? Well, first, we Lars, before, before you begin answering that, give the people listening at home reason to uh, give authenticity to your name. When did you begin loving basketball? What was your story getting into basketball? You just grew up playing it or what?
2: Well, um, I didn't really, I grew up playing it, yeah. I played, um, like, I guess Little League, Rec, or whatever you want to call it, when I was in elementary school. And then um, I always played in like middle school and stuff, never for the team. And then um, one day I was actually in math class in high school uh, with Medium.
0: There's who, a Medium, uh,
2: man. You <laughs> all know very well. Not the original Medium, the the current
0: Medium. Oh, yeah, okay.
2: And, uh, yeah, and he was, he was telling me that he could dunk. And I was like, dude, there's no way you can dunk. So I said we rode the bus together I said the next day I'm going to bring a basketball to school and we'll go to the park and I'm going to watch you dunk so I couldn't fit anything else in my backpack so I only brought to school that day a basketball (laughs) nice (laughs) we get off the bus it was right there at Maplewood on the corner, you know, Tony Pena and Maplewood Drive. Hell yeah. we go yeah. over to the park. Obviously, Medium couldn't dunk, never could dunk in his life. <laughs> and I felt good about it. And we started playing one-on-one. And that's really how it all started. And the next thing you know, we played every day when we get off the bus. I wouldn't bring anything else with me to school. Just the basketball. It's all fit in my backpack. We'd walk over there. We play basketball for about an hour, hour and a half at three o'clock in the middle of the Florida heat, you know. And ever since then, I just, I just fell in love with it, and I've, I've been playing not as much now, but you know, that's where it all started. I would say my sophomore year
1: of high school. Gotcha. All right. Well, now that we have Large's story, Jaroslav, continue.
0: I just want to hear this reaction to. I mean, me and me and Gio were, um it was a very sensitive topic, as you can imagine, and we tried to handle it pretty well uh, on the on the last episode. Um, but I just want to hear your, your reaction to him not wanting to play. And, and organizing a whole, like... Uh, That's
1: another development since, the la- since we last yeah, recorded. Yeah, him
0: organizing a whole thing of players to go against the NBA. So what do you think? Well,
1: no, the new development. Did, let him answer, man. I've asked him the question like six times. No, but Kyrie now <laughs> wants to start his own league. That's a new development. Hold on. Let him answer the okay. question. Okay. I just, all right. Let's go, Large.
2: Uh, this, is, this is my stance on it. You know, he can do whatever he wants. Everybody in this country can essentially do whatever they want, as long as it's not hurting anybody else.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's, that's truly everybody's right here. And if he is in the wrong, then nobody is going to join him. And if he is right, then he's going to get everybody to join him. You feel me? At the end of the day, my true thoughts on Kyrie are he believes in a flat Earth. So whenever he has any opinion whatsoever, I always remember Kyrie thinks that we live on a flat Earth. Large. Everybody has known for like 500 freaking years now that this is not a flat Earth.
1: Large, I hear you. I agree with you. But (laughs) I would venture to say that uh, not to compare Kyrie to Hitler. But Hitler wasn't. Oh, Jesus Hitler Christ. was not right. Yet many people followed him, and you know, you know. I, that's all I I'm feel saying. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I, de- I definitely. I might be editing. I might be. You
0: know. I might be editing that part out <laughs> don't come on bro you just took somebody that's trying to make a gear, racial this, ra- is, this is no editing bro no edit. <laughs> bro i'm not trying You're to get canceled wrong, on twitter i'm not but trying to get obviously canceled. I'm- stop screaming in my ear i'm not trying to get canceled on twitter before i get rolling you know
2: i feel you i definitely that's how you get your name out there dude that's Controversial stuff.
0: that's true man that's true <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think
2: the NBA is extremely progressive when it comes to everything. Yeah. And that's something that people you know need to remember. And yeah, they, they may not even be where they need to be you know, socially or culturally as far as what everybody is looking for now. But the fact that they're still 10 steps ahead of Major League Baseball, the NFL, NHL, they're so far ahead of all the other leagues that you have to appreciate them for what they're doing and understand you can't just go from... The starting line to the finish line overnight it's something that takes time yeah and as long as the nba stays ahead of the curve of everybody else i, I don't think that there's a big issue with them and they do seem to uh, you know listen to the players and you know it's, it seems to not be like a, you know it's a different mentality than you know using the, the nfl as an example where it's kind of like you know you're working for us you're an employee like shut up and just play ball, where basketball seems to be a little more open, people are allowed to take their own opinions, you know, and it's definitely more of a, it's a more of a progressive league
0: in the sport. It's more of a, more of, a, more of a player's league. I feel like the players definitely yeah, have a lot of Yeah, definitely, more say. And, and I think that that's something that needs to be considered too, that
2: yeah, they may not be where you want them to be, but they're still ahead of everybody else, and you can't expect them to just go from mm-hmm. zero to 100 in a day and expect everything to work out. I mean, at the end of the day, it is still a money-making league. That's what it's about. And you can't implement all kind. of – well, I don't even know what kind of changes they want, but you can't implement any kind of changes like that and expect there not to be an extreme reaction from fans.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and that's something you have to be worried about because if you do – make that big reaction and you do lose fans, it's like, all right, well, now you don't have a league, but you got what you
1: wanted is, you know, good for you. And how many people's jobs, how many people's jobs did you affect because of what you wanted? You know, if, if we were to implement, if the NBA were to implement what Kyrie wants, how many people who just work in the arena and like the concession stands, even those people, let's just start there. Never mind the medical staff, never mind the coaching staff, never mind all of the other people that work in an NBA organization. How many people's jobs would Kyrie's actions kind of negatively affect? It, also,
0: it will also, uh, cu- uh, they would lose $2 billion. The league would lose $2 billion.
1: Right off the bat. Never And that's, that's never mind I mean, the uh, after-effectiveness.
2: That, that's who's paying him. That, that's putting, that is who's putting Kyrie on this platform where he feels he can express his views. Exactly. If Kyrie is just a basketball player playing in Rucker Park, you know, and he's not playing in the league, is anybody
0: even going to listen to him? No, hell not. If he
2: goes out there and says, oh, there's a flat earth, is anybody going to care? No, I mean, the league is what gave him his platform. So he needs to be semi-appreciative of that and not just drag it through the mud, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's my personal opinion on it. Right. But, you know, I can understand why somebody would think differently than that.
1: You know, my biggest, and this is the only thing I'll I'll talk about in regards to the politics of all of it, and it's not, it's not a, Jaroslav is so afraid of me right now, what I'm going to say. I'm always afraid of Gio. Yeah, it's not a racy <laughs> thing. It's, it's not a controversial thing. What I'm annoyed by is both sides of the aisle, they do the same thing, and they're such hypocrites. On one hand, you have, like, when um, uh, Colin Kaepernick was taking the knee and then, you know, the right was going uh, crazy and saying, like, you know, just stand up, and play ba- uh, play football, whatever. And then the left was like, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. That's his opinion. Why he is can the voice left side it. Urkel? Shut up. Right. Um, and then you got guys like uh, Drew Brees uh, uh, saying how... You know, the Drew Brees thing is really B- funny, <laughs> Yeah, but then he's voicing his opinion about how it's un-American to whatever, whatever, whatever. And then the conservatives go, well, that's just like his opinion and he can express it. And then the, the left goes completely berserk. It's like, all of you guys are hypocrites. Do you not see the idiocy of how you guys behave in regards to this particular topic about our civil liberties? Just, I agree. I completely agree with Large. That's the most American thing you could possibly open up with. Yeah. Just as long as you're not harming anybody, you do you. Say whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Do whatever you want.
2: I mean, everybody- I, mean I, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the left and right battle. I mean, it just seems like everybody's so hard-headed and nobody's willing to listen. And if you mention, you know, to a Trump supporter that you don't like Trump, they immediately shut down. And then if you are a Trump supporter and you mention to a liberal that you are a Trump supporter, they immediately shut down. There's no open conversation about anything that's going on. And at the end of the day, I, I don't think that's the kind of progress that we want to make in society. And I think that that's really what's leading to everything that's going on, you know, across the country right now. Is Everybody's just being so hard-headed towards each other. That I mean it's come to a breaking point and now you know we're seeing what we're seeing and it's not I mean it's not good you know but at the end of the day if this was China and we had what even a tenth of what's going on here the government would be going down the street just offing people you know what I'm saying I mean and a lot of countries in this world you don't even have the right to have this opinion so while we're sitting here saying like oh yo everybody's being hard headed at least everybody can have an opinion And go home at the end of the night and sleep in bed and be alright You know, and that is that is the one One good thing that has come out of all this Is at the end of the day You can have an opinion and it's it's okay here You know, even if Even if you are different from everybody else
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's true Um r- One more thing, uh, before we let you go, Large J- Large is a As a James Harden supporter <gasps> Indeed oh. Yeah, I am I oh my God! So we've made it a point on every. This is our sixth episode, and every episode we made it a point to crack some jokes at James Harden. Yeah. Um, most overrated, aka the most overrated player in NBA history. Agree. Yeah. Um, oh my God! Uh, that's that's a
2: little extreme.
0: Who I mean, else is more extreme. overrated than James Harden? Large, please enlighten me. Honestly, dude, I can't. I can't
2: even come up with something off the top of my head. But that's implying. I mean. That's, nobody says that right now. James Harden is far and away the best player in the league. There's always arguments, right? He's About not the, even a top five player. Best. I mean, how can you not say he's a top five player?
1: Because I could put five other guys ahead of him. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I got. I
1: he has to be in my top five. Okay, I wait, mean, wait, wait, Durant, wait. Fully
2: healthy.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, I got. LeBron James. Well, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. Yeah.
1: Giannis. I
2: put Giannis. Yep. Yep. Kawhi. I put, and I put Kawhi above him. I don't think I would put Steph above him. I really don't. And I understand people are going to hate on me, probably Jesus, forever for that. Large. You know. And that—that's just—that's wow. me. And then like, who who else are we going to put in there? You know.
0: Luka Doncic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
2: think Luka right now is better? I—I think in a couple of years, you know, I'm a Luka lover,
0: bro. I've been a Luka lover since day one. No, but not right, right now. Not Next put year, Luke, uh, though. James right now, I think.
1: No look, I think we're all in agreement that Luca has far more potential than than James Harden. Yeah. With how young he is. Oh, absolutely. He's Luca, such a playmaker. He has the potential
2: to be the greatest player in the world.
1: Yeah, in does. my opinion.
2: Yeah. Luca I mean, doesn't play any defense. LP, he needs to take care of his body, and he needs to be a little more serious about his about his what, what's the word I'm looking for his craft. You know. Or he seems like really lighthearted and, and he doesn't really like have that like seemingly killer mentality yet. You mm. know, I have one question. Maybe he never really will.
0: I have one yeah. question. Is James Harden's mom hot? I don't I mean, think so. Let me, uh, Luca Doncic's mom, on the <laughs> other hand. You're, you're telling me I can't talk about politics, but
2: you want me to
0: tell you if I think some dude's mom is hot? Luca's mom is smoking. Is hot. <laughs> is she really?
2: All right, I'm going to start with that then because I'm guaranteed a dime. <laughs>
0: Luca. I'm telling you, dude. Sorry, guys. Uh, i on... slow typer.
1: Oh, you're looking it yeah. up.
0: <laughs> based on that, oh I yeah, think. Oh, yeah, we we'll look it up, dude. Is, oh, Luke, yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: Based on that, dude, Luca's in my top five.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to just automatic. How
0: could you not you be remember, with a mom like you that? Remember when
2: Delonte West, bro, screwed
0: LeBron's mom? Yeah, and now him, he's what really homeless. Like, what do you think's
2: going to happen if like somebody, who would even do Luca's mom, bro? Do you think Dwight Powell, you think he's got a shot?
0: No, man, it's Kristaps. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, oh, that would be the <laughs> He's guy. European. He's oh, tall. He, They're
0: going to have I chemistry.
1: He's he beefed like he up would, a bit.
2: You might want something a little different, dude. You know?
0: Something more exotic?
2: I could see her being a Dennis Smith Jr. type of lady, but... Oh, to no. To be honest, he's not there anymore. But then that could be like, you know... That could add to the intrigue. You know, maybe that's why DSJ is gone, bro. Maybe she's... That?
0: If she's into older dudes, I can see Dirk swooping oh, in. Oh, dude, Look, that's
2: a lie, bro. I see a picture down here. I wish I could send this picture to you guys. It is a freeze frame from a YouTube video. And it is not flattering for her at all. Let me tell you.
0: Yeah, she, but, Dude, I, I can find... a the angles. She's all about the angles, bro.
2: If you get a good angle on her... She's all gonna I'm
0: saying is all I'm cool saying... All I'm saying is that James Harden's mom probably couldn't find one angle to make her look flattering.
1: And, and to oh, be Lord fair, boys. you could probably find a bad angle of Yaroslav in a picture. That's not possible.
0: Because no, all, oh, all of them are bad. Because all of them Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> yeah. All well. right, she's plus size. All right. Look how, look how low okay. we've stooped as a podcast. We're yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we the mean, gossip. we really no. talking about basketball. We should Man, probably can I talk start. about my
2: boy James Harden for a minute? Yeah. All right. I understand uh, why people dislike him because of the whole like, you know, cheating on the South thing, right? And he does travel. All right. I said it. I got it out of the way. <laughs> but when we watch him play and they are not in a fast break and he's got the ball, everybody in that arena knows who's going to shoot that ball, right? Yep. James Harden. That means if I am a casual fan and I'm watching, I know James Harden's going to shoot the ball. All five guys on the defense, all seven guys on the bench, all the 1,000 assistant
1: coaches and head coach know who is going to shoot that ball. And and, still and we all know who's going to lose it. in the second round of the playoffs, too. The Rockets. Uh, yeah, I, I, no I mean, defense, no playoffs. LeBron did that for a long time, too, did he not?
2: He was he was a choker in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, he made it past the second round, but he was he was a choker in the playoffs. And you got to consider the Rockets are coming from the West, which has been historically strong. That's true. The last few that's years, true. and that's he hasn't been in his prime until the West was historically strong. The East has not been strong in a very long time. No, yeah. and that is something that you have to consider
1: too. And this that kind of goes back to something I wanted to add to my a previous statement I made on a previous podcast. If LeBron were to win, because you asked me who would benefit the most from winning this season, Giannis, Kawhi, or LeBron? If LeBron wins this season, that proves that he can win in the West, which he's never done before. He can win in a hyper-competitive. That's fine,
0: but my point was that he has a. What is that going? He's it's not going to pass. It's not going to propel him to be better than Jordan. He's always he's like cemented as the second guy. That's his. That's his ceiling. I feel you. That's his ceiling. It's not going to do anything.
2: I think the person that benefits the most from winning a title this year really will be Kawhi because he will do it back-to-back on two different teams. Hell yeah. Yeah especially with this layoff. And people all acknowledge that Kawhi is really good. But when he took that year off with the Spurs, everybody kind of questioned, like, maybe he isn't that good. And then he's got all these load management issues, and everybody's kind of still got it in the back of their mind. Like, maybe he's not that tough. Maybe he's not that great. But if Kawhi goes out there and he wins it back-to-back, how can you not say he's not a top three player in the league? Yeah, yeah. forget about Kawhi when you think about the greatest players in the league right now. People always forget about Kawhi
1: he's like the Tim Duncan of his position, his his style of play. He really,
2: he was a perfect spur. I don't know why he ever left.
1: Yeah, I think I don't know. Well, if I maybe we'll get a documentary him. in like twenty years that will
0: show the I behind the it. scenes. I doubt it. I doubt. I really think that once Kawhi retires, I don't think anybody's ever gonna hear, never from hear from him
2: again, from him again dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. He like
2: he's the type of dude he's gonna go. He's gonna buy a house in the middle of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> and he's gonna have a farm. It's
1: gonna be like an apple farm. He'll drive the same Chevy he Tahoe. He could drive. He's not even
2: gonna spend money. He's gonna barter his apples for for all the
1: supplies that he needs. I there. think that's what Darko Milicic,
0: <laughs> Milicic is doing yeah. now. He,
2: he's he's going to be the grade, He won't even have a social security number. That's the type of dude he is, bro.
0: <laughs> I can see it. You know, Darko Milicic is like a farmer somewhere in like sl- Slovenia. Yeah, not in America, though, right? In the no. Poor country, in it. Yeah. He said he didn't even like like basketball.
2: Good for him, though. You get
0: paid. Yeah. All right, man. We're going to s- start our actual uh, discussion for today. All right. All
2: yeah.
0: right. Um, hopefully, you'll uh, join us in person soon instead of bailing.
2: What uh, <laughs> What days are you normally
0: doing this? Uh, we're probably going to try to do Mondays and Thursdays yeah. just so I can post it Tuesdays and Fridays. All
2: right. I like it, dude. I like it. Yeah, I'm usually off Thursdays with my work. It's actually starting to rain here again, so I'm going to have to get back after it. All right,
0: man. Thank you for joining us.
2: All right, boys. Take it easy.
0: Peace. I appreciate the call. No problem, dude. Thank you. See you, Loach. Yep. All right, man. All right. That was the Largeness Sea Monster. We should probably get into this now. Yeah, because we have 30 teams to go through. Uh well, we're going to do this really quick because we're we at 30 minutes. We got like 30 minutes. That's enough time. We could do it. A minute per team? A minute per team. All right, well, but we got to get on our stuff. All right. So you want to take turns or you want me to? Uh, we, we should take turns, right? Sure. All right. Well, I mean, do you want to go alphabetically? It doesn't matter if we go alphabetically. We, I, we did it alphabetically. I did the first 15 teams. Geo did the first. Yeah, uh, we
1: could take turns.
0: You're right. Yeah, yeah we should just take just turns. Just to mix it up. I got all the boring teams. Geo seems to think I got all the cool teams, but no. I,
1: I mean, all right. We'll let you guys decide on that, but. No, we both got some good teams. Yeah. both Yeah.
0: Well, how about we actually start doing
1: it? Yes. All right. So
0: Sorry. the first team I had was the Atlanta Hawks.
1: Why do you say that was like a so bad team? They got D- some what, dude? Great history, dude. Do they?
0: Do they have a good history, GL? <laughs> because I did my research, uh-huh. and I just wanted to. Immediately, that was the first thing I did, and I was like, "This is terrible. This is gonna make for a terrible podcast." And I wanted to go and go read a book. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with reading a book,
1: but Spud Webb, uh, listen, my favorite
0: current player on the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, that's tough. Was blank. <laughs> I told you this before in the the one the, in the other episode that we tried to do. It, it was blank. Yeah. I mean, what am I gonna say? Trey Young?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's Steph. Like he's a crappy Steph Jr.
1: Yeah, he's a Steph wannabe. Yeah.
0: I like Cam Reddish, the rookie last year. He didn't have a hot rookie season, but I feel like he's gonna be a really good backup he's for a very long time. Seriously,
1: term. good potential. Yeah. yeah. All right, keep they're going. just a
0: young team. Um, number two, I guess, Dominique.
1: What do you say, number two? Number two, I mean, uh, they're my favorite pass player. Okay. Yeah, Dominique. Dominique. Yeah, he was a force to be reckoned with in his day. He was, like, the number—he was, like, the—I'd say the second-best scorer uh, besides—underneath MJ. Of all time? No, I mean, in his time. Not of Uh, all time, no. But when he was playing, he was, like, known as one of the great—the best scorer in the league besides MJ.
0: Yeah, but, see, I feel like Dominique is in that category where it's just that second-tier scorers that there's just so many of them. Yeah, yeah. That, like,
1: I just don't have a lot to say about it. That's what— But, I mean— with a guy like Dominique, he never even, I don't even think he ever got to the finals. But for anybody listening, if you don't know, if you're not well versed in Dominique Wilkins, just look up some footage of him because every time he dunked, he wanted to break the rim. Yeah. He just had What's, such He was in that aggression. dunk contest where MJ won, right? Twice, yeah. yeah. Yes. He won one of them. Uh, and one of them that MJ won, uh, it was kind of uh, controversial because it was in Chicago. And uh, people thought that Dominic Wilkins should have won that contest. So there's that. Uh, but no, when he Just watched like this
0: pass dunk contest, but uh, we're not uh, gonna get Aaron we're Gordon. Good, we're <laughs> I
1: feel so bad for that guy. Yeah, but
0: come on, <laughs> he didn't clear Taco. Shut the hell, dude. Up. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna get into this. I'm not. We're, this is gonna be a separate segment. Okay. Okay. he's Still
1: seven one then. Okay. He bent over a dude, little bit.
0: Every dude, a lot of players in the NBA can do that.
1: It's still impressive. Derek Jones Jr. could have cleared Taco. Yeah, but Derrick Jones Jr. is a a leaper. That sounded so weird the way it just said leaper. leaper.
0: Okay, so. He's a leaper. The the third one is uh, most underrated Hawk of all time. And this was the most interesting to me because he's one of those players from the early 2000s that I was Uh, talking about. And it's Josh Smith. Yep, Josh Smith. Uh, left-handed tomahawk he of was <laughs> He was a leaper. <laughs> he was a leaper. He had, was a leaper. He had plenty of clutch yeah. moments. Yeah, those dunks, he had some of the craziest, most powerful dunks. Yes,
1: and he was left-handed, which just kind of adds, like, a little bit of zest to the way he played. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to go too, de- too deep, too detailed on the Atlanta Hawks because I feel like it's a waste of a team. Sorry, guys, but I do have a fun fact. Uh, when I was looking up players, I... Um remembered Pistol Pete, and one of my favorite things about Pistol Pete, definitely one of the top five point guards of all time for yeah. sure. Uh, he had a quote, he, and he said in the beginning of his career, he said, I don't want to play 10 years in the NBA and die of a heart attack at age 40. Yeah. Uh, so he died in 1988 at the age of 40.
1: After playing ten years in the NBA, and he was such a devout and uh, outspoken Christian, and he died. He had the heart attack playing in his uh, church league. He was playing basketball in a church at the age of forty, and I, I you couldn't you couldn't pick a like a I wouldn't say better because I wish he hadn't died at so he's so young. Yeah, but um, it seems pretty fitting for him. Very fitting. All right, so for my first team. <laughs> which is hilarious because it's Yaroslav's team oh, the man. Miami Heat Yeah, I, I asked Gio if we could trade teams so I could do my heat and I said no a deal's a deal <sighs>
0: I'm, I'm excited to see what you say because I'm yeah. sure I'll feel very strongly about it and I'll argue with you I about think it. you'll
1: Maybe hey, we'll see. We'll see. Let's hear it. So uh, favorite present player Jimmy Butler. I thought about Bam bio. I think Bam has insane potential um, I think he's going to be better than a guy like Joel Embiid in the future because he's so young. I mean, he's we've yet to, he, he's yet to fully explore his potential. Yeah, Giannis Jr. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But I picked Jimmy because he's he may not be the most st- statistically efficient. His on-off net rating it's not the best for an All Star, but he's a legitimate killer on the court and he's a leader and he can lead his team and you got to give him credit for that. Uh, Favorite pass player, who else could it be but Dwayne Wade? Who else could I possibly pick besides Dwayne Wade? He's the third-best shooting guard of all time. He leads the franchise in points, assists, steals... Oh, it's not James Harden? (laughs) Leads the franchise in points, assists, steals, field goals, free throws, and is fifth in rebounding as a two-guard. Number five in rebounding for... For the franchise. Talk That's- about the block shots.
0: The best shot blocking guard in NBA history. You the could- best shot blocking guard in NBA history. That's not debatable. You could actually say MJ. No. MJ- Check the stats.
1: Okay. Check the stats. <laughs> All uh, right.
0: Listen, I've started playing basketball because of this man. Why
1: does your voice sound like you got punched in the alarm? Because I'm- <clears throat> this is my serious voice. <laughs> <laughs> the you- Celsius is hitting. You sound like Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Uh, Most underrated Miami Heat player, Ronnie Cycli. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Ronnie, okay, for those who don't (laughs) know who Ronnie Cycli is, like A.B., like Austin, who doesn't give a damn about past players, he was the Heat's first draft pick when they were coming into the league in 1988. He played six of his 12 seasons. With the Heat, he averaged a double-double for five of those seasons, averaging 15.4 points per game and 10.4 rebounds per game. That's not a minimum double-double. That's a solid double-double. Despite having only played the eighth most games for the Heat in the franchise's history, he is fourth in points scored, third in rebounds, and third in blocked shots. That is impressive. That's very impressive. It's and very I feel impressive. like he's he, – people
0: totally forget – people forget about him because at that time the Heat were absolutely trash. They they were a very good team. And they were team. in a very
1: competitive East. Yeah, they very were competitive. With the Chicago Bulls and the Knicks and the – you know, it's – yeah. Right.
0: And he, I feel like he – he wasn't anything special. He was just a solid guy yes. for like a solid ten years. He came in, he did his job, he did what he was supposed to do, and then he just left. And now he's a professional DJ. I, I did not know that. Yeah, he's just a professional DJ. That now. is so
1: cool. You're full of all these fun facts. I love And, them. You know, Miami, that's man. what the '90s was so comprised of. Was so many players. Most of the players were not flashy or super athletic, they just did their job really well. Yeah, I love players like that. Yeah, and they go forgotten, which sucks, especially now, you know, because they weren't in the social media era, so they don't have as much of an online uh, uh, thumbprint as players of today. But guys like Ronnie Cycli today would do just fine, just fine. All right, your turn. Um,
0: My second favorite, I got Celtics. It's not the second favorite. My second team was the Celtics, which was, I guess, Gio's former favorite team. I guess. I still have a soft spot for them. I'm just going to um, say that Gio's favorite team because I feel like once you have a team, that, like, that's your team, man. That's I, I'm your not team a, man. I'm not a
1: huge fan of the organization, you know, the way they treat players. It's not right.
0: So my favorite right now, I like Kemba. I think he's a hell of a player. I think he's a great franchise player. Yep. I love Marcus Smart. He's a hustle player. He's a
1: culture player. He's got heart. He really characterizes. I love Gordon Hayward. I love how Jason Tatum has not been spoken yet. He's just. I just. I don't know, man. I just don't
0: have like a con. Some. I don't have that. You know that connection. That.
1: Uh Nothing just stands out. I agree. He, he's one of those players that is so difficult to talk about because on one hand, he's super young, and you're, you've got to think, well, he's yet to explore his full potential. He's so young. And he's so good already at, his, at such a young age. But then on the other hand, I agree with you. There's something about his style of play that makes me wonder, makes me question, is this as good as he's ever going to be? Like, has he maxed out? Is this it? I don't think so. I don't know I don't dude, know Dude, he's
0: still like twenty 21 21 years old but
1: there have been plenty of players who max out at a very young and age. and there's been plenty of dude I think that I think something crazy
0: like the average age for a player to hit his prime is like twenty seven
1: yes, I know I'm not look I'm not saying that I'm right I hope I'm wrong yeah I hope that he does get even better because I agree there's something kind of boring about his game. it's not and this is this
0: is a shout out to Grant if you're still listening. But because he he
1: loves Jason Tatum and the Celtics, he's also a Celtics fan. I know, yeah, Grant, yeah, I remember that, yeah. No, I yeah, I obviously I will always have a soft spot for the Celtics. I want Jason Tatum to like really come into his own, yeah, and like a Kobe Bryant kind of way, and just take the league by storm. That would be amazing because we need a superstar like that. Yeah. Um As of right now, I kind of agree with you. If I had to pick a favorite player for the Celtics, it'd probably be Kemba. He's just a solid leader for a team. Really short guard who makes it happen time and time again. You know, so. So yeah.
0: as far as as far as far my favorite old-timer, Larry Bird, yes. it's not, not even a question. Not even I, a question. I shouldn't have to explain myself. You know,
1: Larry Bird is one of only two players in NBA history to go 50-40-90 in the finals. And he did it. Like twenty eight, nine, and seven—some crazy. Didn't someone stat like do that. it like really recently? No, there's only been two players. The other player, B J Armstrong.
0: I love B J Armstrong. In the he's 90, so 93
1: <laughs> finals with the Suns, but his were like they were not twenty eight, nine, and seven yeah. like Larry Bird. It was like ten. I forget what it was, but you know a lot lower stats. Yeah, Larry Armstrong. Bird, that he's the only player ever really in my opinion. I mean, B J did it, but not in like the way. He, Larry Bird did it. Larry Bird, my God, he's one of those players. You could put him in any era, and he would do amazing, amazing things. I wish I could have been alive to see. Well, obviously. My dad went to many games. He went to many playoff games. My dad said he went to a finals game in Boston, the old Boston Garden. That's
0: crazy to me, man. But he could
1: only afford, like, the nosebleed seats. And they had, like, these giant lights that were, you think it's hot in here, in the Boston Garden next to those lights they were just pouring sweat they people would bring towels can't even imagine that's what it was yeah right so all right let's we got to continue because we got a lot of teams to go through
0: that's why i wanted to do it quickly and you got like all statistical what if we just have a longer podcast but no one's gonna listen to it people already stopped listening (laughs) i think then why
1: not keep going man
0: man, you are the only ones that listen to our podcast we got to keep listening
1: to it to get more views. My most underrated is Jay Crowder. Oh, I forgot about the, the most underrated. Jay Crowder? Yeah. What? Dude. Exactly. No one thinks about Jay Crowder. But in the entirety of Boston yeah. Celtics history, yeah. you pick Jay Crowder? Yeah.
0: yeah. Because the, literally, look, That I, that's why I wanted to pick people like that who you're like, What? Because literally, the Celtics, Mount Rushmore is like 20 people long. Yeah. And I didn't want to pick those
1: people. I didn't want to pick Bob Cousy. That's not fun. No, but players that not many people know about, like JoJo White, who's an assassin. I don't even know JoJo White. Ugh. I love watching like film
0: from like a long time ago and stuff, but I'm not, you know... Listen, I still I love modern
1: NBA. Listen, Jojo White played in the 60s and 70s with the Celtics. He was a sharpshooter. He was a catching shooter. I went to the Boston Celtics camp when I was young, like 13, 14 years old. And he showed up on the last day and everybody there was like blown away, myself included. This guy, he's in his 60s and he looks like an, he's in Ray Allen shape. Like He, was, it's, he still stayed in shape. He went all the way around the arc, didn't miss once, and then went all the way around the arc again, didn't miss once. This guy was a sharpshooter, and he played in the 60s and 70s. Uh, So, players like that, I find more interesting than Jay Crowder. Your response?
0: Your response? Yeah. Is exactly why I picked Jay Crowder. (laughs) Because you don't appreciate people like that. You don't appreciate people like that. I've wanted him on the Heat, and I didn't pick him because he's on the Heat right now. Mm-hmm. I've wanted him on the Heat for like five years.
1: Why not pick Brian Scalabrini while you're at it? I love Brian Scalabrini. Who doesn't the love Brian the Scalabrini? The red Mamba. Or whatever the white Mamba. The white Mamba.
0: Actually, uh, I want a fun fact about the Celtics. I met John Havlicek when I was working at the Woods, Tiger Woods. It was, was restaurant. sister sad, though, because and he was- Yeah, rest in peace to uh, him. John have He, I think he had Alzheimer's yeah. or something like that. And yeah. he was, uh, he was at a big party and I was, uh, I was bringing them food and stuff. He was with a big party, his family. And he was just sitting there like eating by himself, like slowly. And his whole family was like super rowdy. And they were like going hard, like taking shots and stuff. I just felt so bad for him. He's just sitting in the corner, just quietly eating by himself. One of the greatest
1: players of all time. Yeah. One of the most underrated teams. Well, yeah, goes, one goes, of the most forgotten. underrated, yeah. yeah. That's
0: why, I mean, that's why I wanted to mention him.
1: I have a slew of stats about him on the bet, but we got to keep going. Yeah. All right, my next team, the Milwaukee Bucks, and that that oh, is Oh, you a, better say who I'm thinking of. Oh, for I'm going to say who, yeah. All right, my favorite pass player. I think you are, by the way. That started rating... All right, my favorite pass player, Oscar Robinson, of course. Who else could it be but the big O? People like to tout how Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double three years in a row. All right, fair enough. Did he stat pad to get that? Yeah. Did he sacrifice the team's chemistry? Absolutely. But people forget that the big O nearly did that three times, the first time being in his rookie season. In the league, in his rookie season, he averaged thirty point five points per game, ten point one rebounds per game, and nine point seven assists per game. He was three tenths of an assist shy of averaging a triple double his rookie season. All right, it was in his sophomore season he averaged a triple double with the league leader in assists per game at eleven point four, and he also led the league in assists in his rookie season. In his third season, he was half an assist shy the triple-double average, and in his fourth season, he was 0.1 rebounds shy of the triple-double average at 31.4 points per game, 11 assists per game, and 9.9 rebounds per game. And he led the league in free throws, made four times, assists six times. I mean, this guy, <laughs> he was unstoppable. I mean, he, to, to me, Russell Westbrook doesn't even compare Honest to God, that's just my opinion though. Okay, favorite present player, of course, Giannis. Who else? I mean, bringing but he kind of brings back a like a vintage young Magic uh, or Shaq Magic. Magic, not Magic Johnson. I'm saying a vintage uh, uh, Shaq when uh, he was on the Magic, uh-huh. like young early Shaq. Um, makes me wonder how many grown men would Shaq. Demoralize and just devastate if you were to play today with his style. Do of you play. think Shaq's son is going to be good? And then I think so.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I, I think can't so. wait for that.
1: All right, most underrated.
0: Please say who? You, please, say uh, probably you're not, not. You're not going to say because what you I mean.
1: don't even know. You don't even know who I'm going to say. Yeah, because you don't even know who the guy is. Let me know. Sidney Moncrief. All right. Sidney Moncrief. Why do I know that
0: last? You've talked about Because I've talked
1: about him before. Because he's
0: one of We'll just be- We'll just
1: pretend Michael Red didn't exist.
0: That's fine. That's fine. We won't talk about that he was on the Redeem team. The only team on the Olympics <laughs> to rival the Dream team. I still think the
1: Dream team would beat that team. It'll be a good match. It'll be a great match. Uh, all right. But he was one of the best defensive guards the league's ever seen. He's up there with Gary Payton. Yet, he doesn't get any credit. He won Defensive Player of the Year the first two years the award was even handed out. His offensive game was pretty well-rounded, too. He could get to the bucket. He had a pretty versatile game. His jumper was sweet what, as shit. Do you have stats for him? Uh, I don't really have any stats, no. Um, but it's one of the few jerseys that the Bucks have actually retired. The Bucks have not retired Michael Red's jersey, dude. That is... Okay. All right. Can we talk about the Michael Red?
0: <laughs> literally, everyone just stopped giving a crap about Michael Red. People start. People are pretending like literally Michael Red never Look, existed. I'm not
1: diminu- Michael Red was a hell of a player. I'm not saying that he wasn't, but he's not as to me underrated as Sidney Moncrief. No one. Sidebar. I know we shouldn't be sidebarring. Me and
0: Gio used to. He used to live in a different house. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why that matters, but there was a park. There was a park by that house, and we used to go there all the time. And uh, so one time we were playing one-on-one, and this little kid and his dad showed up. And we, we started talking to them, and they were like, oh, we're from Wisconsin. And we're like, oh, my God, are you guys Milwaukee Bucks fans? And they're like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we love the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> and me and Joe are like, oh, my God, we've never met yeah. a Bucks fan before. And yeah. that was at the time where Brandon Jennings – I don't know if you guys remember Brandon uh, Jennings. Oh,
1: that's another –
0: Yeah, his rookie season was, like, crazy. Everyone thought he was going to be the next big star, and then, he, unfortunately, he got injured. Yep. So they were like, oh, yeah, we have, like, Brandon Jennings jerseys and, like, every color and all this. And I that still might be the only uh, – actual Bucks fans that I've ever met. And now I mean I've told you guys a million times that I'm a PE teacher now. I ask kids, "Oh, uh what's your favorite basketball team?" and they're like Milwaukee Bucks because obviously bandwagon. Last year was the Lakers, the year before that was the Warriors. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: There's a bunch of Warriors, Lakers well, and Bucks I mean, fans at my school. The
1: Bucks are fun to watch and Giannis is such a charismatic player. I, you know, if you're going to bandwagon a team, I'd rather you bandwagon the Bucks because yeah. at least they're not the Lakers. At least they're not uh, the, the Rockets, you know. All right, your turn. Keep going. We got to keep this, this yeah. train going. So
0: I, I'm sure you guys can tell my li- my list is definitely not as statistical or historical. but Or as good. Or as good, yeah. Yeah. It gets better as we go along. But the Nets, um, Kevin Durant. S-
1: oh, for, yeah, for current. Almost literally yeah.
0: a little snaggy snag. Yeah, no, not him. Kevin Durant, not Kyrie Irving. Uh, I hate both of them. Uh so, for me, it was down between Karis Levert, who's an up-and-coming young star who, like, demolished his leg.
1: Keep in mind, guys, this is our favorite. Not We're not seeing the best player. Yeah. Because obviously KD is the best player on the yeah, team. Yeah, right. Um,
0: it was between Karis Levert, Spencer Dimwitty, and Jared Allen. I might have to give it to Jared Allen. He's a solid player. He doesn't do anything special. He's a, a monster good, on the defensive end. Got a great afro. He's got a great afro. Uh controversial hot take Jared Allen's afro is better than Ben Wallace's afro.
1: Ooh I don't know man that's tough. Look
0: Big Ben's you think Afro? That? You think that because it was so hyped up? Google Ben
1: Ben Wallace's afro. And I know. Tell me. No, no, no. I agree. Look, Jared Allen has a clean, crisp, well-kempt afro. It's very much like a Dr. J. It's very retro, but Big Ben Wallace's was just crazy unkempt. It fit his style of play. He was yeah. just such a badass on the court. And you don't they... want to see a perfect afro on Ben Wallace. You wanted to see like a caveman kind yeah. of an afro. That's why we love that afro because it fit his style of play. All right, keep, keep, keep going. So my
0: favorite, my favorite old timer for the Nets, and this is this is I was making the list, and this is the point where I started getting really excited about my list. Because I started finding – this is the first player that I found that I was like, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I have an idea if you're going to Stephane say it. Stephon Marbury. I, did, I was not expecting that. Yeah. That's a good
0: pick. Stefan Marbury, the Chinese league <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan. And his he shoes. He has a statue. And his shoes, too. In China. His shoes, $15, yep.
1: Starberries. I think he was the first, like, player to start doing – Cheap shoes to market for yeah people who could just couldn't afford Air Jordans
0: or whatever you know right and those that that he came from the time the early two thousands like I mentioned um, a while back like Stephon Marbury Steve Francis uh, what's another one like for Alston like really Jason Kidd I'm talking about like really like like personnel like they they're like just yeah jerks you know they were a hell of a team. People forget they made it to the finals. No, no I'm, they weren't on the same team. I'm just saying, people, people oh, like yeah. that. They had like this personality, like like I'm better than you, and I'm just gonna like cross you up, You're like like an and one mentality. Mm-hmm. Ray for Alston actually was I know, on an yeah. and one team. street ball. Uh, uh, skip to my skip Lou? to my Lou, yeah, 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 yeah. But Stephon Marbury, he's um, very underrated. He. He doesn't have a good track record, but as far as, like, a one-on-one player and yeah. somebody that could, like, easily score on you, had, like, an unlimited um, arsenal of different moves. I
1: forgot Vince Carter played for the Nets for a little while, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: still in his prime. Yeah. But uh, Stefan Marbury and my most underrated is Keith Van Horn. Keith
1: Van Horn,
0: (laughs) And I picked, picked, when I was little, I was telling Gio, I I used to collect basketball cards. And I had Keith Van Horn in like five different teams. And I just kept getting Keith
1: Van Horn. And (laughs) You know what my hope is with this episode of the podcast? My hope is that somebody, even if it's just one listener, is listening to the whole thing. And they listen to the whole thing. This is going to be a long podcast. They listen to the whole thing. And they're Googling all these players they've never heard about. Oh, yeah. They, I'm gonna be and, googling them. and we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. and we kind of gift them the ability to have an interest in the NBA history. Hey, look, if we can inspire somebody yes. to start a podcast,
0: we can inspire someone to Google a player's name. Yeah. So good point. Good point. Um,
1: so that's my uh, crappy Nets take. Uh, what's your <laughs> What's your? Uh- All right, my next team is a great team, kinda, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, a favorite pass player, if I don't pick anybody but Kevin Garnett, I would would get kicked off this podcast. Yeah. He was, and you're going to hate me for saying this word, the most portable big man of all time. He could be the point forward like he did in 2003 or be a traditional uh, power forward in any team's offense. You could drop him into any team, and immediately that team is way better. So... He was the best defensive power forward the league's ever seen, uh, led the 2000s in on-off net rating, was number five in the 2010s in on, on-off net rating tied with uh, LeBron James. He was tied with LeBron James for his best career on-off net rating at plus 11.3 and has the, be- the most impactful five-year uh, what they call RAPM, which is regu- regularized adjusted plus minus uh, at fi- plus 54.3. Um, all that stat does is it isolates a player's, uh, impact, which a regular plus minus just doesn't do. It's the best stat to kind of determine a player's impact on the team. And KG was the, any, if you look at any, uh, impact stat, KG is in the top five. Yeah. He was one of the best players that's ever existed, could play any era. He could dominate today. He was athletic as shit. And when he played, I hated him. Everyone hated him. Yeah, everyone but when he did.
0: retired, I really uh
1: and his, his, started appreciating his, his career. His career, I mean, thank God he won a championship with the Celtics, and he'll never stop talking about it. Yeah, and none, he won't stop talking will. about how
0: he's butthurt that Ray Allen left and won a championship. Yeah,
1: and none of those guys will stop talking about their championship. Whatever. And whatever, credit to them. But I feel bad for his earlier seasons with the Wolves because everyone always says how he never even got out of the first round. Yeah, but look at the teams that he was surrounded with. He had terrible teams. They were either all old or injured, and then it was just him left on that team. So, Who the I, hell was on those teams? I can't. Sam even Cassell, look. notably. Um, I'm forgetting the other guy. Love he me. wasn't a bad player. He was a role player. I just forget his name. Because after that, he kind of didn't do anything. Um, all right, so now i got to keep going. Michael Uh Most underrated. Has there ever been an underrated Timberwolves player? Like they've either all been old Wally. ass players. Wally. Wally Serbiak. Yeah. For the Wolves. Yeah, I thought he played for a different team. Um,
0: probably, I think didn't he play for the Cavs? I'm pretty sure he played for the Timberwolves too.
1: Probably played for a lot of teams, but I don't even know. I think I don't think there's such a thing as an underrated Timberwolves player. They're all they all have either been terrible, old out of their prime or overrated like Kevin Love. And that's a hot take for you. Um and favorite- Kevin Love is underrated? Overrated.
0: I th- I put him as underrated. Really? Yeah, I feel like he plays the same role that Chris Bosh did and everybody's like, "Oh, Chris Bosh didn't do anything. He didn't contribute to the Miami Heat's championships. We would not have won any championships without uh Chris Bosh." So, that's facts.
1: Sorry. And my favorite current Timberwolves player, I put, I want you to read it.
0: There's um, a picture of Kevin Garnett and Wally Serbiak on the Timberwolves, though. Oh, that guy.
1: Yeah, okay. Wally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wally, Wally. yeah, Wally. Wally, yeah, yeah. I want you to read my favorite present player. It's right there. <sighs> Where is it? This one.
0: Who cares? For Minnesota Timberwolves? Yeah. Why not Cat?
1: Because I don't care that that's one of those teams in the league where i'm just like i literally don't care about you what about d'angelo russell don't care why because i don't care it's i just i'm sorry it's one of those teams where they're so dissatisfying not because they're they're not the knicks they're not the magic they're not they're doing great they're playing great basketball when the season stopped stop it dude go back and look at their ratings stats Look at their record they're they're not exciting to watch in my opinion. I don't know if you know.
0: don't think cat is exciting to watch you're crazy you need to that's what you need to do you need to maybe I need to watch some footage maybe I do maybe I do I'll give them another
1: chance
0: De- yeah the dangelo Russell trade really re-energized them. I'll give them another shot, and I'll, they're going to get Devin Booker on the Timberwolves. I, I love how I'm saying
1: I'll give them another shot, like they give a shit. I, have, you like seen, they care about have you seen? Have you Devin opinion.
0: Booker, Cat, and Russell are like best friends, and they want to team up together, and they're like that's going to be our goal. That would be insane. so. I bet you, I I bet you they're going to try to trade for Devin Booker, and once they trade for Devin Booker,
1: he would look good in a Wolves jersey. Yeah, he jersey. would. Yeah, he would. That's one of my favorite jerseys, is the Wolves jerseys. The The one with the little trees? Yeah, I mean the KG ones. Yeah, not the current ones. Current ones are all right, I guess, but... All right, your turn. Where are we at? Okay. So the Hornets, I kind of messed up. Uh, Well, not entirely your fault, though, because it's a confusing history. Yeah. Franchise history.
0: So I'm going to go... I guess... Okay, Hornets, my favorite player, they have nothing (laughs) to choose from, Devontae Graham.
1: Oh, current, yeah. 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 Yeah, they're one of those Whatever. teams. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, See, that's one of those teams I would have put. Who cares? <laughs> sec. Uh, Past
0: Kemba Walker again, and Baron Davis. Baron Davis isn't getting enough credit. Yeah. Do you remember when he said that he got abducted by aliens? I
1: don't remember that. Yeah.
0: So uh, <laughs> if you look it up, Baron Davis got abducted by aliens.
1: Jesus. I'm just
0: full of fun facts for you guys. I'm fun fact machine.
1: And I'm and just a fact machine. Boring fact
0: uh, machine. Most underrated. I'm not giving any stats or anything. I'm literally just... I took this, like, lightly. Mm. You did not. We had different uh, visions. Yeah. I Emeka, was trying to
1: make up for all the
0: not work I've done. Yeah. And I'm just taking it easy. Yeah. But Emeka Okafor... And Al Jefferson were very underrated, in my opinion. Yep. Al Jefferson only played a few years for the Hornets, but he killed it. He averaged like 20 and 10. Emeka Okafor, he was supposed to be like the next big thing. Uh, I think I believe he got drafted in like 04 or 05. And unfortunately for him, he was like a power forward, mm. ty- center type that unfortunately got drafted at the wrong time and in the mm. wrong era. I forgot Muggsy Bogues played for the Hornets, too. He did, yeah. He was like, what is he,
2: 5'3? Smaller he than
1: Shane. Shot the baby gap for sure. Um, baby gap so probably, he was probably. Michael a, Jordan a regular ruined team. them. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, Just like many other teams. Thanks, Michael Jordan. And I also forgot Doosh. that Del Curry played for the Hornets. Yeah. Steph's dad. Yeah. Which is another little fun fact. Very fun. All right, my next team, and that's f- perfect transition. My next team is the New Orleans Pelicans. Which is, why, which is why it was kind of confusing to do these teams because they kind of they have a crossover history. So favorite pass player for the New Orleans, uh, that town, Chris Paul. Unarguably one of the best players to not win a championship yet. I still hope he does before his career is over. I don't know if he actually will. Um, I love what he's doing with OKC this season. He's... He's terrific. Anyways, one of the best leaders, facilitators, highest IQs in the league the league has ever seen, and one of the clutchest players, too. Severely underrated clutch guard, for sure. Uh, Favorite present player. I was kind of torn between Zion and uh, uh, Ingram because Ingram, he proved a lot this season, and Zion is kind of overshadowing him in, like, how many games has he played? Brandon
0: Ingram's on my fantasy team. He's a hell of a player.
1: Yeah. He really is. Uh,
0: guys, I'm trying to convince Gio to play fantasy basketball with me. Maybe
1: I have a lot of time on my hand. We all do. Maybe it's I'll fun. get into it. It's fun. Uh, I think Zion is obviously the future ambassador of the league, and we've seen just and what little we've seen of him this season, he's impressive as shit. I can't wait to see how he develops, you know, especially his body. And most underrated, I put David West for New Orleans.
0: Yeah. David. He made a couple all-star teams.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was a baller. He was one of those guys that any team would trade for to add some depth to the team.
0: Yeah, but he's, uh, unf- I don't know. He's one of those players like Emeka Okafor. Or yeah. like, J- funny, Jalil Okafor. They're, um, I don't know, the, the The game's just changing, and their style of play isn't really... Yeah going along with it that. was
1: really i mean chris paul and david west they were like the one a, uh one and one a in the hornet pecking order no one could say that chris paul was by far the leader it was kind of both david west and chris paul it's kind of like when russ and kd were on okc you could not say that russ was the leader kd was the leader they were both kind of one a one b so that's kind of what david west was that was his role on that team
2: yeah
1: um And uh, he's top five for that franchise. He's top five in games at third, uh, minutes played at fourth, field goals at second, probably behind Chris Paul, Uh, free throws at second, total rebounds at second, and points at second. Um, I'm guessing he's behind in rebounds behind Alonzo Mourning. That's my guess. All right, your turn. Um, Well, next, I got the Bulls. I guess Zach
0: Levine would be my favorite. Yeah. Uh, He gets a lot of... It's a lot of unnecessary slack. I mean it's I mean it might be warranted. I get it. Be- I his get defense criticism. is a lot better. Yeah. I th- he he really improved it. Um
1: He really improved it. I just I get the criticism because the team doesn't have a good record. And anytime you put up great stats with a poor record, you know, you're But they they they, they it's just a poor organization. It really is, yeah. And he's he, he's been inconsistent in the past. Yeah. One day he'll score like crazy, and the next game he will score under twenty. You yeah. know? So he's gotta work on that. He's but he's got, still he's young. Got a,
0: he's got a good mentality too. He does. When he got called out by his coach, the next game he scored like fifty. And he was like, That's why you should that's why you should not take me out in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um yeah. In the past favorite player, Jordan. Who else could it be? Uh
1: underrated. Who do you think I'm gonna say? For underrated for the Bulls, yeah. There's a there's a lot of players, but I'm gonna guess. Please tell me you put Jerry Sloan. No. Because I don't know if you guys know you, so you Jerry have a tendency, Sloan.
0: You have a tendency to completely disregard like the new generation. Like it's like I you, do, I do. But I like you can't, you can't. You always
1: focus okay. Too much. Okay, Derek Rose. No. Wait, underrated? is this for a must oh underrated? I yeah. thought it was pass player. No, you already did pass player. Yeah. Uh, you picked Jordan. Uh underrated, I don't know. Who are you picking? Ben Gordon. Really? Yeah. Dude, Ben Gordon was a
0: stud. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Ben Gordon, first of all, one he got drafted in oh four, oh five. I think it might have been the same draft as um. Ameka Okafor, mm. but uh, one of the streakiest players of all time. He his shot. He probably shot like thirty percent from three. But when he was on, he was
1: on. Like you he could did well, you, you could well have picked uh, Carlos Boozer when he played with the Bulls because yeah. without him, the Bulls would not have been as effective they wouldn't have been i mean they he won he over didn't play 60 on the bulls
0: wins. he was at the uh, end of his career and he didn't really play for the bulls that much plus he was i know
1: i know but when he did play with the he was and a Chokinoa. scorer he was yeah. a scorer yeah yeah
0: like people forget and it was it was those teams those those really fun uh um early 2000s bulls teams that don't get enough credit they had a uh, kirk heinrich they had Luol dang when he was a stud ben gordon mm. uh uh, I don't know if you remember Chris Duhon. I don't know if you remember Andres Nocioni. I don't. I, dude, those are the teams. I, as being a Heat fan, we would see them a lot in the in the playoffs. Uh, we would always. Uh, What's his last name? Andre... Andres Nocioni.
1: Jesus. Yeah,
0: I think he's from Argentina. He was on the Argentinian team, I believe, that won the 04 gold medal in the Olympics. That beat the, um, uh, the U.S. Yeah. Anyways. All right, my next team. Derek Rose, just to mention that name. All
1: right. <laughs> my next team is the New York Knicks. Now, this is a kind of a bit of a downer, but not really. Um, yeah, this podcast is going to be long. Y'all still keeps checking the time. Are we going to – maybe we should finish a different time. I think we should just keep going, man. Yeah, but I don't want our podcast to be like two hours long. Yeah, but Joe Rogan records, like, four-hour-long podcasts. It's, you know, it's not that bad. We'll probably edit that part out. I don't know. Anyways, uh, the thing about the Knicks, is they have a storied history, but not one of winning. I mean, the, the furthest, last time they won, I think, was in the uh, 70s. Uh, but my favorite past player was John Starks. Because John Starks was that guy that was like the heart and soul of the Knicks teams with Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley and all that. And if it weren't for the Bulls, if it weren't for uh, Jordan, they would have won a championship. And also they had to go up against um, uh, the Rockets in 95 uh, in the finals. So they had a lot of bad luck because they were a hell of a team. But the 90s was just rife with all-time great teams that they had to go up against. So I feel bad for John Starks. He never won the championship. Uh, but he's an all-time great guard to have on your team. He was, he was a hell of a player. Defensive as hell, too. He was a great defensive guard. Favorite present player? R.J. Barrett. That's, really the only, that's all that's left? That's the, Who else can I pick? Wayne Ellington. Shut up. <laughs> R.J. Barrett. Not, I don't even have to say anything about it. Th- it's RJ Barrett. That's Julius ba- Randall. I feel bad for the kid. I, I, you could pick Randall. It's just one of those things where it's like I just for, I always forget that RJ Barrett exists. I feel bad for the kid. I really do because he got drafted. What a team to get drafted to. What in the hell is that? We're gonna have to edit this out. Wow. Is this concerning? No.
0: Well, guys, I think that's time to end the episode. (laughs) You really want to end it? Dude, I have, it's because, so we did like half of our teams and there's a fine line. Like I, I just like started trying right? and it's really good teams that I got. Like, I got the Mavericks I feel very strongly about. Pistons, I really want to get into Grant Hill. I wanted
1: a Grant Hill spree while researching it. Okay, maybe we should because I've, look, I mean, this is, I have a lot more. Yeah. Look, this is, what are you doing? Right here, this is all that I have left. From here, look, from here, boop.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot. We have the Pacers, I got the Clippers, which, um... I have some. I have some surprising picks that I'm very excited about. Yeah. I also have the Warriors. That's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Got well, Nate maybe we Thurmond. Yeah, I tried to look into Nate Thurmond. This LeBron's is dad, out, well, LeBron's know. father.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nate Thurmond. Um, All right. So, how should we wrap this up? Because right now we're sitting at well over an hour, guys. We did maybe i 'm not even sure if we did, but we did maybe half the teams so we 're going to have to do the other half at another time because um, there 's just there 's too much to go through there's i mean what we're keep in mind what we 're doing is we 're going through each and every team's history to arrive at our picks for these players for each of these players so it 's a a lot of information, especially on my end because i 've come up with all these stats and all that so Um, come up with players like Dolph Shays that I'm sure no one knows about, but I want people to know about because these players have plenty to, to go over. You know, they, they did you pick Detlef Schrempf? Why did you say that name? No, I don't think I did. I do not think I did. Did you pick Yakuba Diawara? Shut up, dude. You probably don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. It sounds like a...
0: He's a French dude. Yakuba?
1: Yakuba Diawara. Sounds like a... a, I don't even know. All right. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. We're losing energy, too, so it's probably a good thing that we're wrapping it up. Should we somehow wrap it up with a bang? How are we going to do that? I don't
0: know. Guys, we are on Apple Podcasts. If you,
1: listen, if you made it to the end of this episode, you, you are a trooper. Yeah, I wish we were one of those podcasts where, like, we could, like, send you something as, like, an award, as, like, a... We should make
0: an Instagram page. Geo. that's your job
1: to make an Instagram page. <laughs> I, don't, I deleted Instagram for now. You deleted the app. You didn't delete the, your account. Yeah. You could You could just download the app again. So don't make it sound like it would be a lot of work. Yeah, but it would be a lot of work. Well, going to the app store, pressing re-download. All right, guys.
0: Um, Please subscribe to our Apple podcasts. Uh, Rate it and (sighs) review us. Come on, man. I'm promoting. Review us. Say, guys, this is the greatest podcast. Thank you for p- providing you know what, us. Without, dude, should. literally, if you interrupt me one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face.
1: All I'm saying is that we should promote at the beginning of the podcast.
0: Well, why didn't you think
1: of that? I'm thinking of it now.
0: We'll do it next time. Maybe. Let's
1: re-record the podcast. Let's okay. start
0: over. All right. <laughs> love you guys. See you later. I don't love you guys.